What's going on, YouTubeites? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and the Cover Price Top Ten. I hope you guys are enjoying your Tuesday. I have my ice cold mechelada. Ah, I love that sound. <laughs> Why am I enjoying my tasty beverage? We're gonna get straight to it. No, we're not. We're gonna play oh. music while you guys congregate. And uh, you know, since I'm doing a mechelada, you know, we'll play some some, some spicy caliente. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's my jam right that there, nice. man. That nice. Get you moving, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my Boricuas, Morenas, the Barricoinas, and she I'm looked like she was in the army. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm just DJ Shelly is her name. Go peep her out or on was, YouTube, y'all. Was. You know, hey, uh, we got uh, 50, 30 more viewers while you guys are congregating listening to uh, some yeah. uh, good old uh, Latin music. There, you get you going. How reggaeton? can you not get moving on That's... that? So a little bit of reggaeton, a little yeah. bit of this, a little bit of that. Makes me want to do my salsa, do my cumbia, and do all of that. I'm not very good at it. You know, I can do the shoulder shimmy, and that's about it. But before we get too carried away, Dark Side Jedi, say what's up. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Top 10, Top 11, if you're with it. So I think we, again, I say this every time, but it's a fun list. It's a good list. Yeah. For those on the Rewind, just forward to like the four and a half minute mark. Uh, for those also on the Rewind, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, Manimal, say what's up to the good folks. What's up, everybody? So little insider info. There's been some funny hate comments about the music at the at the beginning of the episodes lately. All that hate just fuels TiVo to play more. Oh, so, I will play a literally play 10 fucking mu- uh, 10 yeah, minute dude. mix if I have to. So it's kind he of will a spite his nose. Type thing. Yeah. There or is a forward button. There's a mute button. I like to play music. It's been a tradition of Lords of Lombok since, since 2015. Since day yeah. one. And it's a live show in the party. And what else gets a party going? The music, right? You know what I mean? So shout Listen, out to everybody in the live People aren't track. happy unless they have something to complain about. So, hey, for all you complainers out there, we're happy to give you content, too. Yeah. We're not <laughs> nerds, okay? We have other interests. So comics and meets and music and DJing, they're all yeah. art forms. And they all oh. go together, man. Art. You know what I'm saying? Art. Speaking of art, this show is sponsored by our friends at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com, sign up for a two-week free trial, or just pay $6.99. You get a full membership a month for price guides, collections, and trends, and you also get the top 10 list, and you get 50 shakers and movers on a daily basis. This show is also sponsored by our friends over at Cover, or excuse me, uh, KarisComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. I'm really excited about this one that's dropping tomorrow. Boom. So let's see it. Uh, for those who really like homage covers, this is <laughs> Moon Knight number one. This is Mike Mayhew, homage to uh, Stephen Platt. How dope is that splat cover? If you don't recognize it, that I believe it's uh, Moon Knight 50. It's the first one on the splat on the plat run for Moon Knight. This will be available tomorrow. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off. I have an inkling, uh, inkling suspicion that this will sell out quickly. Normally, I could tell you guys, like, oh, yeah, this one, you know, you could save a few days and a go. But I think this one will go relatively quickly. So there you go. So um, this is a Mike Mayhew. It's not a, 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 like a true, like, identical homage. He kind of takes his own uh, liberties to it. But you could definitely tell. And it's got the little thing at the bottom of the right-hand corner that uh, Todd McFarland started that it says Mayhew after plat or splat for you 90s babies up there if gabe is in the live chat there he is speaking of it moon night moon night number 55 what's up gabe i know gabe was gonna come out because me and gabe have a have a uh, really really um unnatural love for uh stephen platt's Ooh. work in the 90s um dare i say love. we we are stalkers of him so once again this is the cover price top 10 for the books weeking uh end for the week ending june 20th um and you know what this list isn't that difficult. I think we got you guys got a good chance of hitting like six out of eleven, maybe even seven eleven. If uh, if King of the Golden State is not on here, he'll probably get twelve out of twelve. He'll probably get one from next week. I, you know, that's just the way King of the Golden State rolls. So, 
as we normally start off, there's always a runner-up. And what do we got as that runner-up? So this is a holdover from last week as well. We got What If Planet Hulk number one. So this came out back in 2007. Now, keep in mind, this is unconfirmed and most likely unlikely rumors that Scar, son of Hulk, and uh, Kyara from Planet Hulk, Sakaar, would be appearing in the upcoming Disney Plus She-Hulk series. This rumor persisted over the week and sold even more copies this week than the last at 25 copies. This week, it sold 44 copies and had a seven-day trend of 107% and a new high sale of $799 for a 9.8. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so, so here's proof that sell, we sell, sell. That we don't pump and dump. I bought this literally four years ago on when I was specking on Scar when I, I found don't out that have this book so that Thor Ragnarok was going to take place kind of and do the Planet Hulk story and it never came to fruition. But even me, who person who holds this book at that would flip it would say Scar on a She Hulk series makes absolutely no sense at all whatsoever. Right. I mean, if he were to come, he would have came on. He would have been in the Thor Ragnarok where they were actually on the planet. Well, and it it's was because people who don't know comics and only watch TV think that it's probably her son or something. I wouldn't see him showing up in like a season one. Keep in mind, they're going to want it to be not focused on Hulk. They're going to exactly. be want more focused on She-Hulk. Now, you talking like a season two, season three, possibly, but not a season one, man. Nah, Gabe, I don't think this is the most, I think the most expensive is the Jane Foster, uh, what if Jane Foster was Thor? I think that's still the most expensive what if book. Um, we'll, we'll look it up on a shakers list, but I'm pretty sure that one still holds the the title because this one is, you know, iffy at best, um, but you know, it's still a cool cover and it's a great story. So basically, I don't want to, spoilers, Hulk dies and she basically comes to Earth, uh, Hulk's wife. Uh, you know, the one that had the baby with him, she comes to Earth and just wrecks shop and just kill and she just messes up all the Avengers, as you can see right here, because she's basically she's getting revenge because she she feels like the Avengers or the Earth heroes are the ones that killed Hulk. So she comes to Earth and just wrecks shit. Um, so it's a great book, great story. But like um, it, it came from one of those uh, movie uh, Internet scooper guys that have a Patreon and it was just mm -hmm. very vague. So, you know. You never know. I mean, it's a cool character, but it doesn't make sense since she hoped is going to take place in New York and she's going to be a lawyer. And so I don't know how you would get Scar in there, but who knows? You never know. But all it takes is a little uh, little uh, ember to cause a giant forest fire nowadays. So there you go. What if Planet Hulk number one is the runner up at number 11? All right, let's get to the meat and bones. What do you got for number 10? All right, starting off with number 10, we have Venom number nine. This is the animation variant one and 10 from 2018. And not to be too spoilery, spoilery, this week's Venom 200 marks the grand finale to Donny Cates' run with the character. Shout out to Donny Cates. Uh, keep it real it. ladies and gentlemen well, you know, people have really been shouting him out throughout the live chat so <laughs> shout out to donny cates and everything to you do to community farewell to your run on venom and hello to your run on hulk but uh <laughs> let's get right back to it go ahead ryan <laughs> and to keep it simple this issue puts a spotlight on Annie's son dylan dylan's first appearance is in this issue and it's this cover that has the title of most valuable venom 200 help move 16 copies it had a seven-day trend of 335 percent, and it had a high sale. Damn. Get this of one thousand and twenty-five dollars for a CGC nine point eight. Wowie, Zowie! 
I just like, so I look at a book like this and I'm wondering like who's spending that money and like why, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, it, it's hard for me because I'm never, I'm not like a real artist kind of person. So to like buy these variants just based on, oh, it's a cool cover, you know, like. Well, it's it's definitely an influx of uh, new cash coming in from other realms, from the people who are buying meme stocks to the people who are buying uh, uh, graded video games to the ones who are doing PSA trading cards. It's, I mean, it's good for us. It, it, it causes a large influx of new collectors and cash into the market. A lot, some of them don't know much. Some of them rely on YouTube shows and Twitter and who knows, maybe they rely on this one, but this, by the time they see this, it's already a week too late. So, mm -hmm. uh, you may have FOMO, but we're just reporting the news as it happens. So, um, I definitely, I mean, I, what I fear is there will be a bubble when these guys with the new cash take these books, flip them, and they go buy something else, whatever the new chic thing is, cryptocurrency or uh, whatever the hell the next big thing is going to be. Because, you know, when or when PSA says, hey, we're going to start trading, uh, grading uh, trading cards again, and then they leave that and they go back and they flip these books to get their cards graded and buy more cards. Because I'm, I'm something the live chat, correct me if I'm wrong, is I don't know if PSA is still taking um submissions for grading us uh, trading cards still because uh, they got so flooded that they had to say stop sending us because we need to get uh our backlog out of and that's why cgc right now has got a backlog so uh, we shall see man so right now it's a lot of this is the most robust the the hobby has been as far as people slabbing and selling and flipping so hopefully it's you know I think there is a bubble and I don't think it'll burst, but I think it'll come down to a lower levels than what it is right now. But the, there's still blue chips and we will get to those blue chips later on in the list. What do we got for number nine? Oh, so, so number 10 on the list is Venom. Number nine, the animation variant, one in 10 from 2018. What do you got for number nine? Number nine, we got Usagi Yojimbo. Number 20, the Jesus Hervas variant, one in 10 from recently in 2021. So Usagi's fan base has really jumped lately. The Netflix series Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles has definitely helped. However, this issue's introduction of a new reoccurring character, uh, man, I'm, Yukichi Yamamoto, Yamamoto has certainly captured the market's attention. This one in 10 variant is considerably tough to find in the wild, which forced collectors to turn to online sales. Sold 18 copies at a seven day trend of 301% and had a high raw sale of $100. Damn. I guess I missed totally missed the boat out on this one. Yeah, I didn't know when it, it even do when does it even do out? It just came out. Oh, it did? Week. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I gotta watch it. Shit. All right. All right. So there you oh, go. Oh, the show. I'm sorry. I thought you the show. The no, I'm talking about yeah, the show, not the comic. Because I know oh, the yeah, show was announced. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, Netflix doesn't shit the bed like it does on a lot of other shows and it gets multiple seasons, you know, because I hate it when there's just one season. You ever get, get those things like things that are leaving Netflix this month? And yeah. it's like, man, I yeah. like that show. It's like, all right. So number nine, Usagi Yojimbo, number 20, the Jesus Hervas, Hervas variant one in 10. I dig the I dig the way the cover is set up too. I like I like, too. I, I like, I like that, that label on the top, like that banner. Exactly, I think it's kind of yeah. cool. It'd be really yeah, cool yeah. to have like the whole run, you know, and it very like all look the same like that. I think that's awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. It's got a very cool Japanese watercolor feel yeah. to yeah, it too. For sure. I just hope the animation is good, man. It is animated, right? I, I don't think it's live action. Yeah, live action robot <laughs> samurai. Hey, live action ra uh, rabbit samurai. I'm down for that too. I don't care. Hell yeah! I mean, I mean they can, yeah, if they sure. can do uh, Peter Rabbit Part Two, they can do a Usagi Ojimbo. Come on, that's right, man. All right, so number nine, Usagi Ojimbo, number twenty. What do we got for number eight? Number eight is Dark Rain, Young hey. Avengers, number one. This book looks familiar. 
And uh, with the way the world turns today, it's impossible almost to avoid spoilers when it comes to these kind of books because this week, if you watched Loki episode two on Disney Plus, uh, you'll know what this is already. This issue marks the first appearance of the second Enchantress, Sylvie Lushton. She helped move 27 copies, had a seven-day trend of 239% and a high raw sale of 110%. And uh, what do you got to say about this, Tim? I know you were a proponent of the Enchantress theory. Yeah, well, I think people specking on Lady Loki got it all wrong. I mean, that just goes to show sometimes you need to wait you know even though they don't it doesn't matter so the so when they first so this it was originally announced in the casting of the actress in 2019 even then they had posed the question is she's going to be cast as lady loki possibly enchantress because she had blonde hair and she kept her blonde hair because lady loki famously has jet black hair there is a version of her named Sylvie Lushton, which was a regular human in uh, Broxton, Oklahoma, in the Thor run. And she just woke up one day with the Enchantress powers. Now, here's the kicker. For those eagle-eyed viewers who really watched the uh, episode, that's why I always watch the credits. So, you know, they, they change little things. That's how people found out Joaquin Torres was going to be, it was in the series, right? Because they never knew what his la- his first name was. All you saw was Torres on his, on his shirt. So, on the English subtitles, they just said the actress's name, and then the variant, right? Mm-hmm. The Spanish subtitles, because they dub it in all these other languages, right? They actually spelled out the name was Sylvie. The only Marvel character that looks like that, that's part of Loki, that's tied to everything, is Sylvie Lushton, and her first appearance is in Darker Rain, Young Avengers, number one. To make a long story short, uh, tonight we'll see if that's actually the Enchantress or not. And what's interesting is they came out with a movie poster that prominently featured her on there and she has one of her horns missing. So I was like, Hmm, what could that mean? But either way, it's lady Loki. This we'll see if dark rain, young Avengers number one takes over. So, you know, Marvel I, loves throwing curveballs at people. I find this spec on these shows so funny because it's like people get this. You'll see in the chats here too. It's kind of, kind of funny not to see it here today, but people get really into it and like agree like, no, that's not the one. It's this one. And it's all based on what book that person owns, you know? So it's, it's definitely kind of like a, whatever book you own, you want it to be that person. Everyone seems so invested in this. And it's like, dude, just watch the show, man. Yeah. I mean, the weekly the book, if you got it, if you just yeah. watch the show and enjoy it. Yeah. The weekly spec is fun, but I mean, it's like, you know, if you think you are ahead of the game and yo, there are the internet sleuths are, are on top of everything, blowing everything up. Sometimes they get things right. Sometimes they get things wrong, but you know, this one was, is, I mean, I, I, it could be a coincidence. I doubt it. I, we've always talked about this for Marvel. Doesn't just throw out characters names. They throw out names of characters that have a history already in the Marvel comics, right? Like a uh, Joaquin Torres. I said his name, right? That's the Falcon, right? Joaquin yeah. Torres. Yep. And Sylvie. Sylvie Lustin is a, literally the Enchantress from the uh, new Thor run when, remember when Asgard got moved to yeah. Broxton, Oklahoma? Yeah. And then she became the version of the Enchantress. Now, will she have legs? I don't know. The other version of the Enchantress, obviously, is the main one from Journey into Mystery, but, you know, people are outpriced on that one. But it's nice to see this book getting a little spec, you know what I mean? Dark Reign and Young. Of course, I'm a very I'm high on Young Avengers, so anything Young Avengers, so. And you know what, the list. You yeah, know what you may see with this, and which would just piss off everyone, is it could be Enchantress. And she says, maybe she's like, yeah, my human name is Sylvie Lushton. My Asgardian name is Amara. 
you know so it could oh, yeah. be it could be a merger of the two characters man and, well, and, then, and then i saw something today that was posted um so, you know leave it to the internet sleuths as well to zoom in on documents so when they were going through the documents at the tva i guess there was a name sylvie left i can't even pronounce it Luffy. That's Loki's last name. Yeah, that's Loki's last, yeah, that's Loki's so, last last name is Luff. That, that was on a document that someone zoomed in on. Yeah. <laughs> so we shall see. I meant the uh, either way, it's fun not knowing and watching it and just you know what I'm saying and just right. saying, oh, look at that little things and you know and you know hey, props to all the people who want to spec on things, but sometimes you just watch it and enjoy it and let 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 there be surprises. <laughs> Fucking ages, comics. <laughs> Sylvie <laughs> means Mephisto in Spanish. <laughs> Comment of the day, sir. You are all right. <laughs> all right, number eight on the list is Dark Reign, Young Avengers, number one. What do we got for number seven? Number seven is going to be Hawkeye number one from back in 2016. So this is the first solo series of Kate Bishop. Has been on a tear for weeks now. Out of nowhere, copies just surge in anticipation for her first for her appearance in the Disney Plus Hawkeye series. This week, it sold sixty five copies, had a seven day trend of one hundred two percent, and had a high sale of three hundred eighty five dollars for a CGC nine point eight. Wow! Just imagine what will happen when the first Hawkeye trailer drops. Oh yeah! I think like like people there's fans huge fans of Haley Seinfeld. There's huge fans of. The Kate Bishop run, the Mac Frat, Matt Fraction run, huge fans of the Pizza Dog. I mean, we've had that. I remember we had a long-term yeah. spec list, and we were saying they're going to do Pizza Dog on the show. So imagine when the trailer drops. Like we always say, man, when the trailer drops, people are like, all right, now that I see her in action, I want to go buy the comic, even though we've had like pictures of her all over the place, apparently. You shoot it with bows and arrows and the purple outfit and everything. But I think this book... Is on this list is because people are outpriced on Young Avengers number one, obviously. Um, but I do believe is, is this the first time she's actually called Hawkeye? I'm trying to remember that. I thought that was in Young Avengers. Yeah, there's a couple. There's yeah. like Young Avengers one. There's like key issues in Young Avengers one. And oh, then it was Young, like Young Avengers nine or something. Where she yeah, she takes the name in Young Avengers. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, Young Avengers one. I still think is the book they have. I think that it's it's not a coincidence. You're you're seeing stature. Um, Wicked and Speed, uh, you know, Kate Bishop, Young Avengers is coming. It's only a matter of time, man. We've been telling you that for years now, so literally, your feelings like years. So number seven on the list is Hawkeye number one from 2016. All right, what do we got for number six? Well, we've seen this on the list quite a bit, I think, for the last three weeks or more. Yeah. The Nice House on the Lake number one. This is Tinian's new hit series, and it keeps creating market heat this week it sold 68 copies it had a seven day trend of 103 percent, and it had a high new raw sale of 21 dollars. wow tinian is uh is the going. Uh, everything he touches right now seems to be the man um i actually just picked the, I, this book just came in the mail i had to order it online so shout out to hard knocks collectibles he was telling me to read this book so i'm pretty excited to check this out so it's it's the perfect combination of hot writer and hot genre right now mm -hmm. the horror, horror genre is is the, the big thing the horror your horror your horror uh but uh, you know james tinian i mean this is uh, kind of dc black label so they can get away with more stuff uh you know darker stories not like it's already dark but uh speaking of what you guys what do you guys think of the suicide Squad trailer i thought it was great the second trailer i don't i haven't seen it yet the yeah, new me one either i didn't no. know there was a new trailer what 
I gotta go watch it. All right, go pause. On Lords right. of Longbox right, Facebook hit pause. page. We're going right now. Yeah. Go on to Lords of Longbox Facebook page. Right. Uh, they dropped a new one, uh, and it's it's pretty dope, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, John Cena has the best line ever in it. Uh, I won't spoil it for you guys, but peep it out. Uh, it's right, a new yeah, trailer that dropped today. From uh, I posted it on the Lords of Longbox uh, Facebook page, as okay. well as the KRS Comics uh, world worldwide. Yeah, I've taken a Facebook break. There you go. Fuck you, you Mike, Mark Zuckerberg. Shout right. out to our friend Nemesis Prime, too, who uh, got uh, a little hurt there. Uh, we like to call that the old man pain, where he just woke up and uh, shit just started hurting. So I uh, hope you're doing well. Um, I know he's doing well, actually, because he's on tons <laughs> he's of pain meds. Well. So he is really doing well. We Hopefully, we were hoping he was still hospitalized so he could be the second person on Lords of Longbox to do a live show from their hospital bed. Not uh, everyone is that committed. Ryan, you still hold the title. So, uh, and of all of YouTube, so you know, and he got shot full of morphine live so on on air. Too bad that video wasn't still around, man. Oh. Damn you, YouTube. Number six on the list: nice house on the lake. Number one. I have a feeling after Tinian's finished with it, I, I, I think nice house on the lake is not such a nice house. I have a feeling there's some bad shit happening there. Yeah, from that tell with the girls swimming in skeletons. But <laughs> all right, we got number five. Number five, we've got Web of Spider-Man number one. This is the first appearance of Harvey, or sorry, Harley Keener, the boy from Iron Man 3. He's been officially introduced in the Marvel comic universe, hence the price spike. This week, it sure didn't slow as it sold 122 copies, had a seven-day trend of 86%, and had a high raw sale of $27. So, yeah, this this came out last week. It was, it was a real hot book. A couple variant covers out there, too. Um, it's cool. I mean, I don't know if there's much legs on this book, but it's cool, man. Anybody else thrown off by his name that you keep, you can't help but think Harlequin, Harlequin? I mean, it's yeah, just, it's definitely Harley close. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, you got little uh, Dylan Brock becoming a hero. Maybe uh, Harley, uh, Harley, whatever. Harley Keener. Yeah. I, I can't stop. Rhymes with Wiener. Keep on saying Harley Keen, man. Uh, Harley Quinn. Anyway. Um, Anyway, still cool. Web of Spider-Man, number one in a number five on the list last week, too. All right. We're halfway there, boys and girls. So stick around. 195 of you watching. Uh, it's bound to happen. We had this another one of these books on here. Yeah, what shout out four? to Donny Cates again. Venom son, number nine. son of a bitch. Here we go. Shout this is uh, yeah. This is another, the second on the list with Donny Cates' end on Venom. Dylan Brock is seeing renewed attention. His first appearance sold 79 copies and a seven-day trend of 154 percent and it had a high sale of 461 dollars for a cgc 9.8 i love that cover man yeah i was gonna say that is a gnarly cover uh we 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 won't spoil it right it came out last week i mean mean, is is the spoilers is the spoiler what's the spoiler level is three days is it a week look i feel like if 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 you're a venom fan and you haven't read venom 200 the the closing book of kate's and you probably don't care that much so all right well um shall we give him a 10 second warning and you uh, um uh, i'll let you spoil it manimal and tell you sure. what, why dylan is on the list all right uh let me give you a uh i'll give you this uh, as a countdown to and if you want to after ron burgundy's done speaking you know you might want to mute ladies and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! 
All right, man. Well, the floor is yours. Why is yeah, Dylan so, Brock all over our top 10 list? So if you caught the finale to Donny Cates' epic Venom run, whether you like Cates or not, greatest Venom run probably that's been written, in my opinion. Um, anyway, Dylan shows up at the end as being the new uh, owner of the Venom symbiote. So whether or not Al Ewing continues that over in his new run, you know, it's to be seen when that new title comes out. But as of now, at the end of Kate's run, Dylan Brock is now the owner of the Venom symbiote. So kind of cool. It was a really cool issue. There was, man, poor Jack-O-Lantern always gets some treated like a piece of shit in the comic book community and uh, or in the in the Marvel universe, I mean. And once again, th- he kind of shows up. It's it's pretty. Funny. I think he looks cool as a character design. Yeah, I think he's he awesome. looks cool. The name is kind of whack. I mean, we got to yeah. work on the naming in a little bit, but and so. What happened to Eddie Brock? Does he have a name for what he is now or? No, he's just the kind of like the god of the symbiotes and he's sort of. Did he take over Null? Um, in a way, but not really. Like the symbiotes are free now and like disconnected. He can, he's, he's considered omnipresent where he can kind of see through the eyes of all the symbiotes. And um, it's really cool. It's a cool book, man, how he's just sitting there and he's has all these symbiotes. So would this also be things. the first appearance of Eddie Null as the god of the symbiotes? But he doesn't really go as that. He's not their god. Okay. Yeah, he's All he's right. really not. So. And how old is Dylan Brooks right now? Uh, okay, I don't know. 12? He's, I don't know. So he's going to be a 12-year-old Venom? So I don't know. We'll see how long that lasts for, man. So there's, just, a cool, there's a cool shout-out, too, how he, like, Eddie says, yo, show me show me how, show me your suit, right? So he creates him, and um, and they have him, like, in the suit, and and Eddie asks him, like, yo, what's up with the chains? Because he has all these chains wrapped around his wrists, right? And Dylan says, you know, it's kind of shout out to 90s comics. He's like, oh, well, you know, all my favorite art, uh, comics characters had chains back in the day wrapped around. So <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> like Spawn and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, speaking of call out, so I saw the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Super fun movie. It is fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. Um, uh, and um, Samuel L. Jackson has a callback to Star Wars, his Star Wars character. Oh, I really? That's I cool. don't want to spoil it for you guys, but I, I, you know, me and maybe one other dude in the theater, like, oh, we got that. You know what I mean? Uh, let's just say there's a weapon involved, and it's a mace, and we'll just leave it at that. And then uh, it's it's definitely a callback to uh, his character from awesome. uh, Star Wars. So Venom. Go see it in theaters, guys. It's a good time. It's it's funny. It's 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 a good time. It's a good. I enjoyed movie. the first one. The first one was great. This one is absolutely bonkers, man. It's absolutely bonkers. Just the humor on it is ratcheted up a new, a new level. It's absolutely hilarious. So uh, number four on the list, Venom. Number nine. What do you got for number three? Oh shit, that's me. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Ryan to go. Damn. Uh, so number three, we got Thor annual number 18. So this is right off what we were talking about earlier. So super sleuths on the internet dug up his first, the first cameo appearance of a female Loki. While it's not the same iteration we saw in Marvel's Dark Reign slash Siege storyline, the recent spotlight continued to move 46 copies, had a seven-day trend of 268%, and had a high sale of $510 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, I don't know, boys and girls. This could be one of those ones where it's gonna plummet after the series is over, flip, or even flip. even after tonight. Flip, flip, flipadelphia. Flip, flip it, flip, flipadelphia. Exactly, flipadelphia. Because 
Lady Loki is very specific in the comics. The Lady Loki persona, right, is very, mm-hmm. very specific. The Enchantress is a totally different character, even though they could be a mashup of the two. But sometimes collectors don't care. Um, but we'll see, man. I mean, some. I mean, that's why some, you know, some people gamble and some people really gamble, paying five hundred ten dollars for a nine point eight for um, just a little cameo of um, Lady Loki. But you know, I th- I think the Dark Reign Young Avengers book I think has more legs, especially tonight or tomorrow when you watch Loki. Watch at the end credits if. She's not named during the show. Marvel has a history of this. Uh, if a character shows up and they don't name them, they just show the actors the actor's name. They don't put it in the end credits on who they're playing until until it's officially announced. So if they don't call her Sylvie, whatever, wait to the end credits and see uh, and uh, if that's actually her name, and then you'll know for sure if it's Sylvie Lushton or it could be a combo of the both. But you know, uh, it is Sylvie. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's Sylvie, it's it's Sylvie, not Sylvia, in the Spanish end credits. If you look at the uh, English end credits, it just says the variant, which that's not a character name, right? <laughs> but you know what? It's still cool that they call them variants since, you know, we're comic book collectors. So it's all, I almost feel like, hey, no, they're, they're talking the, to us. Yeah. 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 All right. right number three on cool. the list is Thor annual number 18. No, we haven't had on this list yet. Well, kind well, of. I was going to say a DC book. Well, a DC superhero book. Yeah, gotta have Dick on here. Yeah, gotta have Dick. Here we go. Nightwing, number 81. And today's market loves new characters. And this issue features the first full appearance after a shadowy cameo appearance in issue 79 of Nightwing's new villain, Heartless. This new villain sold 69 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 191%. And it had a high raw sale of 18 bucks not a bad way to start it off man heartless huh heartless there we go so uh it's good to see nightwing get some love the last time that uh, nightwing appeared on this it was uh because of a mistake <laughs> yeah. people yeah. thought it was the wrong appearance it's like but you know what who hey as long as it gets sales even if it's the wrong one just like thor annual 18 if it doesn't pan out hey it's still yeah. getting sales on the back market uh, before we get to number one, because I know a lot of you bounce out before uh, number one comes up, I just want to tell you that this uh, tomorrow, set your alarms, 12 noon and uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, Kira's Comics is dropping a really cool variant, um, Moon Knight homage to Moon Knight number 55, Mike Mayhew homaging Stephen Platt. This drops at krscomics.com at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Make sure you use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off. Set your alarms, log in, or if you're at work, whatever, just log in, create an account so you can get those bad boys. Okay, Ryan, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're watching, dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to know what you do in your personal life because that sounded really weird. All right, but uh, all right, boys and girls, let's get to number one, 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 one. Number one, we got Usagi Yojimbo, number 20. So as a surprise, number one, the market was all over this first appearance of Yukichi Yamamoto. He's described as a new reoccurring character as Usagi encounters a young swordmaster carrying out the dying wish of his master. Copies out in the wild were hard to come by, forcing almost all collectors online, which helped move 77 copies with a seven-day trend of 470% and had a high raw sale of $35. And when did this come out? Did it, this come out relatively? Just, just it must have come out, yeah. yeah. It just came out last week, but it's already 
Does, has it been confirmed that the character will be in the animated series? No, Netflix? they were saying that the animated series also was helping like a spike in Usagi. Ah, so people well. were just, I see that people are trying to get ahead of the curve just in case it shows right. up, you know, and that's, a, you know what, that's a smart, smart way of speculating. We always say whenever a show or a character is, is being developed for, especially a series, not so much a movie, but look at all the ancillary characters that are part of that character's universe. Cause you know, if, especially if it's an ongoing series, there's a good chance that that character uh, could appear. You know what I mean? So there you go. So uh, shout out to everybody. You guys did pretty well. It's a lot of 411s. Uh, we got issues. Got 7 out of 11. Great job on your part. No King of Gold to see it on here. I wonder why. Uh, you know, he didn't want to show off or something. But uh, there you go, boys and girls. That is the cover price top 10. Um, quick housekeeping. I shipped out uh, most of my auction uh, wins yesterday. I still have to ship out the box of porn to the winner of the Penthouse Comics from uh, thank you guys all. <laughs> For joining us on uh, Friday night. Um, after the video post, tell us when you would rather do the auctions. Because uh, I think Saturdays um, have more views. Because, you know, obviously people are pressed for time. Friday on, you know, 6 p.m. Um, on the, at least on the West Coast. There's people probably still stuck on traffic uh, coming home from work. So in the uh, live chat or uh, actually after the video post, you know, tell us what days you'd rather see auctions on uh, Friday or Saturdays. But, you know, for our next auction, which will probably come in October or November, so it takes a while. But I uh, want to thank you guys all for joining us. Are all 200 of you watching for hanging out with us for a good uh, 45 minutes, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Dark Side Jedi, any last words? I appreciate you all. Thanks for joining, uh, and we'll see you on Thursday. Don't forget yeah. to get those KRS books tomorrow. Tomorrow, set alarms. I love it. I, I'm going to have to get me multiple sets of that, even Slab, because uh, I think Stephen Platt is still uh, signing books. That would be dope to get him to yeah, sign a book. Cool. But, oh, speaking of which, uh, how did I forget about that? Clayton Crane signing coming up uh, on July 16th. Uh, me, Dark Side Jedi, Manimal, we'll be coming down, or not Manimal, but the Wolverine, the other buff dude. Uh, so uh, <laughs> trying to get Manimal out there. Our other buff friend. Yeah, I don't know if I can make it. All right, man. So, how long was the drive from uh, San Diego to from uh, where oh, you're to, at? To San Diego, it's yeah. probably like nine hours. No problem at all. You can drive and yeah. then go back in the same day. No big deal. Yeah, cool. Is right, that where that is? Chula Vista is outside San Diego. Chula Vista is actually south of San Diego. Hmm. So, just say it's you know you're heading to the border to do some stuff or something. I don't know. <laughs> Any last words, animal? No, just um, same house keeping my books. I sent those out as well. Um, I'm not sure on this but if anyone received any books or won any books from justin maybe give him a little bit of a grace period on shipping those because uh, of his recent injury i know he's a little out of it right now um i'm sure he'll get to it as soon as he can if he has not already um side note also we got a new episode for the comic-con podcast that just came out last friday with a great interview with a independent publisher check that out and we'll have another episode this friday with another guest as well so Ooh. definitely check that out also and can you uh, give us a hint on who the guest is i cannot keep it a secret for right now is it a writer or an artist uh, another youtuber an instagram or what is it it is someone from the community i'll tell you that much okay somebody on the east coast someone in the west coast Bruh, quit trying to. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like narrowing it down. <laughs> All right, Somebody guys. In the United States, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, that narrows it down. Oh, yeah. nobody from Mexico or Canada. Okay. All right, boys and girls, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Shakers of the Week. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes and peace out. Now let's do this. Bu bu